Welcome to the Filipino on the Rise podcast, where I spotlight Filipino women doing big things and making an impact. I'm your host, Crystal Fabella, and I aim to promote Pinay excellence, empower our community through our stories while telling the world about us, and celebrate what it means to be a Filipina. So hello, everyone. If you notice, my mic isn't the usual. It's because I'm recording out of an apartment here in Brooklyn, New York. I am in New York City. And my voice is a little shot because I think I got a little cold from all the busyness of this past week. I came out here to host our New York City Filipina meetup and I'm so excited to share that with you. I'm still feeling so filled by the magic and the love and the sistership. That's the word I made up from it. Sistership from it. And I'm excited to share this interview with you, this episode, um, where I'm actually being interviewed for a series that is about to be released on YouTube called Filipina American Creative, made by Tez Milan, who is a soul sister and fellow powerful Panay, who I finally got to meet at our event in real life. And it's around rediscovering our lost Philippine heritage and giving voice to the Filipina American experience. And she asked me questions such as, what does it mean to be Filipina? And then what does it mean to be a Filipina on the rise? What is the definition of that? And where do you see Filipina on the rise as a platform going from here, this movement that we're building? Where do we go from here? So I'm being interviewed live in her apartment in New York City. It was so cool. And I wanted to share with you how our last meetup went so I can, you know, encourage you to attend the next one to be part of the Filipino Soul Sisterhood. Uh, give a quick update on all that. And I just want you to feel filled by everything that we had. It was the energy of this event was just amazing as powerful as magical it was felt like this open-hearted sisterhood and there was around 70 attendees i'm blown away it was a packed house and thankfully there was no like outbreak from it i was praying about that and yeah it was as you know these events these multi-city events have been something i've been starting to do more under philippine on the rise just because i feel it's it's so important that we're not just stuck building community and connections online. I know that the pandemic has kind of had us do that for safety, but it's so important that we are having these real life interactions. Nothing really compares to that. And we need to remember that as humans, as growing um, women, that we are meant to be in community together, connecting face to face. And there's just nothing that will replace that. No graphics, no videos, no online Zoom chats and clubhouses that really, like, when you stepped into this event, and just like any event, we had a Houston one prior to that, which was so, like, such a beautiful energy and intimate and these beautiful brown faces around you, Filipino women wanting to reconnect with their culture. A lot of us have started creative passion things in the past two years and want to share that with each other and just uplift each other and we're just we know the value of having sistership of friendships with other pinais that we can resonate with so so i want to share with you what this event held and what upcoming ones will be like so that you can attend them and why i do this and something that i've really observed and collected at these events of what we're looking for 
Most of the women that came are looking to connect with other local Filipinas and find a sense of belonging and develop friendships here. So, so what we had, there was a Panay-based vendor marketplace. It was so cool. We had everything from Filipinas selling artwork, ube panisal business, makeup line, Jen from Indulgent Eats who just released her new cookbook. Um, there's art cycle goods with beautiful handmade jewelry. And of course, food. Hello, we had a chef who prepared us really like fancy looking Filipino food from Balabog to Lumbia. We even had um, bartender serving fun cocktails. Thank you, Capicera and Chef John. And then something really awesome that I saw where there were so many Pinais who came solo, who just came by themselves and they started making friends with people around them. Friends in line, there was a time that I was chatting with a group of girls in line and I just thought they were already like close friends by the way they were connected to each other. And they're like, no, we just met in line. And they were already like exchanging handles and what they were doing is so cool. I even put little Q&A cards around the room so people can have conversation starters. Y'all know that we have some refining to do with our social skills because of, of the pandemic. But I, honestly, everyone was just organically connecting and talking. And I've heard, I heard so many empowering conversations around me. And our theme for the night was evening in bloom. So really looking at the ways that we've in the past one, two years have been planting seeds, you know, the pandemic has put everything on a hold and made us really go more inwards. And so what seeds have you started planting that people didn't know about, that were maybe silent, that you had to have slow growth in or um, that you just had to be patient about? And then now in the spirit of spring, things coming into bloom. And so the theme was about sharing and celebrating what is coming into fruition for you. You know, something that Filipinas, I feel like we could do better is really beating our own drum and celebrating our wins and announcing them to the world. I think we're good at being helpful and, and looking for ways that we can build and support. But what about, you know, shouting from the top of the mountains, all the amazing things that we have accomplished or are unleashing so that this was a space for that. And we had a wonderful um, local Filipina leader, Deirdre Levy, who has run for city council, um, sharing her story and, around the theme. And then I also got to speak and it was, it was just such a great time. So I really encourage you to tune in to the next city event and to join the Filipina Soul Sisterhood, um, which allows you to have special access and membership discounts for these events. Yeah, at the event, people came up to me and they're like, this is everything I've been looking for, this kind of community and this seeing what local Filipino entrepreneurs and small businesses around me are doing and creating. And I never knew something like this existed. How can we have more of this? And it just really showed me like, this is why I started this. I felt this need to move offline and, and you know, have this real gathering and movement where Filipinas are feeling empowered and uplifted by each other so if you're looking to be more in a consistent sisterhood like this where you feel this magic week by week i encourage you to join the filipino soul sisterhood this is an online and offline community of care where we are journeying together as filipino women reconnecting with our heritage our history and connecting with other guys who are like-minded who want to do the same who want to support you and be in sistership with you and so we have a monthly theme. This next month is around mental health and creating space for multiple emotions. We're going to have a wonderful Filipina guest who's 
gonna give a workshop and talk about this and then we're probably gonna do a fun like social media detox together for the remaining two weeks anyways um link in the notes for all that would love for you to join the filipino soul sisterhood we meet every thursday and we carry on this magic that i felt at this event week by week i i really want you to feel this space it is so special Thank you everyone who joined the New York City and Houston event. It was so great meeting with you. You filled my heart and you remind me why I do this and why I want to keep on doing this and connecting with you. So to enter this interview, I am being interviewed by a wonderful woman named Tess Milan. She is a marketing director, a storyteller, content creator who is launching a YouTube series called Filipina American Creative, helping anyone rediscover their lost Philippine heritage and bring voice to the Filipino American experience. And she asked me really important questions such as what does it mean to be a Filipina on the rise? And what is the heart of Filipino on the rise? And where do you see it going from here on out? I'm really thankful for this because, you know, as a podcast interviewer and somebody who always spotlights other people, I rarely get to make space for my own, I guess, like reflections and answer questions. And now more and more, you know, getting on other people's interviews and, and being able to speak has allowed me to actualize what this whole experience has been for me and how, how this community is growing and observations I'm making and how I'm also growing and I think it's really important to to reflect on these things and to share that with you. And so, yeah, without further ado, um, here is our interview. Thank you so much, Tez, and thank you again for listening, everybody. Here we go. I just want to say congratulations on an event last Thursday that I got to attend. Uh, Evening in Bloom is what it was called. Yes. And how did you create that concept? Like, how, what, like what's behind the idea of it being an yeah. evening for the women who are there to... Bloom. Yeah. So first of all, thank you for having me. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited to be here talking with you and to be part of a really important series that you're going to be launching in terms of the event itself. So I hold these different events in different cities to gather Filipino women really in the heart of like sisterhood. We've been in a pandemic for the past two to three years. People have been really shut in in that time, we've lost a sense of real life interactions and community. And a lot of people have been wanting to reconnect more with their culture and with other like-minded Filipinas. And so that is really what this event or the series of events are for. And to, to also spotlight local Filipino women who have launched a business, created a product, just get us together in a spirit of true sisterhood of cultural reconnection. So for each event, though, I like to have a theme just to make it more fun. In February, we had a Valentine's theme, which was like Valentine's, um, bringing together Filipinas for Galentine's. And for Christmas, it was this holiday brunch theme. And this one is Evening in Bloom. It came up to me because for the past few years, I feel like we've been really made to drop a lot of plans or make changes in our lives or things that were how our life was going to go took a turn for a lot of people and that at least for me has been that and we've like had to really learn how to be in a season of going inwards and going silent and really getting to know it's like what do I care about what do I want to what do I want to make my life about um 
So I, I, I talked about this in one of my podcast episodes called Be in the Season You're In because of the analogy of planting seeds, right? And so for the past few months or years, I feel like we've, a lot of us have been planting seeds and having to be patient about them. And so hand in hand with that is this glamorization of what success and growth looks like that growth has become this overnight instant thing and that we go on social media or we see how other content creators or just successful people it's like you're growing so fast and we've lost this art of really what like nature is like and that is like slow and steady and it's just like being patient with yourself I've had to understand that in my life where I wanted things to happen faster and I wanted growth to happen faster um, and but realizing like nature really allows seeds to be under the ground for a while and to just like it, under the ground is where like those lessons are learned where you self-actualize where you get in touch with your intuition and you let things take time and I want to celebrate that the best things do take time to answer your question, why was it an evening in bloom? Because I feel like in the spirit of spring, it's this like rebirth, right? That a lot of Filipino women um, have been in the past two years, I feel this energy of a lot of them tapping into their passion and their power. And it's been really kind of like this slow rebirth process of like dying to old things and coming to your own. And we're, we're so good at, at nurturing other people and accommodating for other people and supporting other people, but not so good at like celebrating ourselves and really seeing like, wow, these are seeds I've been planting and things are going to start to bloom. And you best believe it world. Like we are Filipino women are about to really like burst out and bloom. And yeah, you know, I feel I totally it. Feel I that. feel yeah. it. And someone said to me, it was actually a mentor of mine. She's been on the podcast, Gabe's Taurus. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. And she said, this is the year where we are the protagonists. Yeah. And I'm like, for so, like, think of that of being like the protagonist finally of the stories. Yeah. So I wanted to celebrate, I wanted this event to be a space where, if you saw around the event, there was questions on the table. There was questions around the room because I want us to not just always, like, listen, but to ask each other questions, ask ourselves questions about, like, what seeds have you been planting? What things have you been silently doing that no one's been noticing that that are like you can honor that it's gonna like have results now like what can we celebrate for you um i'm just so like i'm so done with like us being on the the behind the scenes and the margins and kind of like supporting other people like now is the time to take up space and not in like an aggressive way but to really celebrate like you best believe that all the the reaping that you've been doing, you're, you're about to do some sewing. And yeah. this evening was really to celebrate, like, what does it mean for you to be in bloom? What have you been planting silently and patiently and that you're starting to see the fruits and the flowers of? And how can we celebrate that for each other? So, yeah. That's what it was about. Amazing. So where do you feel that Filipino on the Rise is? in regards to its blooming phase. Like you said, you know, that there are times when you have to plant the seeds and they lay, they lay yeah. in the ground for 
for a while yeah. and then suddenly things start to grow and develop like do you feel that Filipino on the rise is still yeah in its growth phase is it like where is it right now yeah I definitely feel like and this will probably be like the overachiever in us like the wanting to do more and it's never going to be good enough but on that hand I do think it's still always growing but in the same manner I want to celebrate how far it's come so for the past like for the first year of Filipino Rise when it started in 2019 2020 yeah 2020 um it was a lot of just me creating space for guests and like doing the show kind of like uh, on my own and just letting it, like, just just kind of, like, letting it be a passion project, right? It started off as a passion project for myself, as I'll do a lot of things. Um, and then over time, like, the community and the following, the listening ship that it's garnered um, has been something I didn't really expect. Really? Yes. Because that was a question that I had is, like, where is Philippine on the Rise what you expected it to be? Yeah. Or has it evolved into something that I, yeah, 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 and it has, and that's yeah. the beautiful thing about it. Um, I feel so honored to to be cultivating this kind of community, and it's specifically this. Well, obviously, it's it's inclusive to all kind of listeners, but I've found a very special kind of community here, and it's a lot of Filipino women who may not have been as connected with their heritage, their history, or their culture growing up. For various reasons maybe you grew up not with a lot of filipino people maybe you just um didn't feel like you fit in maybe there just wasn't a lot of resources for you to do that you know whatever it may be maybe you moved around a lot maybe you um, grew up in a different kind of household whatever it may be and later in their life found the importance of connecting with that yeah. and like really wanting to in order for us to like move forward you have to look back and like know your history you have to know your identity roots right and and i i think it's so beautiful that the power of like storytelling and representation does that um that just by telling the stories of various filipina powerhouses and different industries everyone found a story to relate to like everyone found something for them and like i'm over here just like wanting to spotlight and selfishly find these stories for myself to like empower myself. <laughs> but yeah. people who listen, they find something that's there for them. Yeah. That resonates yeah. with their own journey and stuff, whether it's somebody in arts, whether it's someone in tech, whether it's someone in um, who is writing a book or wants to be in politics, yeah. there's something for everybody there. And yeah. so it's grown into this like really unexpected um, community of women who are like, I, I want to, I want to know what it means to be proud to be Filipina. Yeah. I just want to know because I know there's something I'm missing here in my life. And I, I don't want to go anymore in my life not feeling connected because this is who I am. This is what I look like. My, my, my skin, the way I talk, mm-hmm. the way that I've been raised, the way that I relate to the world is, is in a lot of different roles, but it's still Filipina. Yeah. And so, so everyone who's coming to this and, and like it started with the podcast and then the Instagram community has really grown and people have just been like 
really like this is what I've been looking for. I don't know why. I'm just like, agree. I'm so glad they counted. <laughs> I'm like over here, just yeah. like still like I'm on my own identity journey. It's like you want to come with me? Yeah. Please do. Yeah. But I think it's by way of like me being vulnerable enough with my experiences. Mm. That's how people relate to it's and um and so we we started the filipina soul sisterhood which is what i want to call now a like a community of care Mm. where we we gather and we have vulnerable conversations healing conversations about our experiences about what kind of um about healing trauma together about connecting on like what does it mean to be to show up in this body, in this workplace, in, in, you know, in my family where I have these roles in yeah. my relationship and we bring in mentors and Filipino like guests and they, that's just been amazing. And then of course, did I expect the events and the community? <laughs> no, no. But yeah. again, like I, that was just for me saying like, I just feel like we need to gather. Yeah. Again. I yeah. just feel like everyone's so zoomed out and so tired of like being online and, yep. um, you, you notice a different magic and energy in the room when yeah. we have these events and it's it's just like someone said at the event the other day at the end they're like i i feel like i could never leave like this is the, the, oh. the exact community i've been looking for yeah. just like people were like i never knew that there are other fellow someone said that they met you yeah and then they're like I, I just connected with her. Like, yeah. I didn't know someone like her existed yeah. and like just all these things. And I'm like, this is, this is really like just the beginning of, of, I think like a new rebirth of yeah. our community Yeah, and, and putting away what we thought being Filipino meant mm. and being able to recreate that for ourselves yeah. and gift that with each other. Yeah. That's what this is about. And someone said, it was so funny. They're like, I feel a lot of power in this room. Yeah. And I was like, ooh. They were, <laughs> they're like, I just feel power. And yeah. I was like, I know what you mean. Yeah. And it's not like power. Right. But it's just like this like really um, beautiful uh, indigenous power of like the Filipina woman um, come stepping into her power. Yeah. And claiming herself. And doing that in a community setting. In a community setting. setting mm-hmm. There's creativity around us. There's love mm. around us. And they said, I feel like if we all just started organizing right now, we could start like, can I cuss on this? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. If we started organizing right now, we can start like fucking shit up. Like healing broken things and like overthrowing and dismantling like hierarchies and patriarchies if we all like all of us in this room are just so powerful and beautiful in our own ways and so can I and I'm like hearing that I think is like if people say if people ask me what is this community becoming like what Mm -hmm. is this moving into I'm like it's that whatever it is it's that feeling it's that articulation it's that woman stepping into her power. Mm-hmm. It's that person who decided to come by themselves and found connectivity through other Kanais in line who also were looking for that same sisterhood and, and then found home and like, and can stand a little taller as a Filipino woman because of what they found. Yes. The word that keeps coming up to me, and this actually started to resonate as I was at the event and started to see all of these beautiful, strong 
you know, curious, yeah. just all of these incredible women who came into that room that night, movement. Mm. You've created a movement for mm. our community. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it, what's really amazing is that you didn't even in a way realize yeah. what you were doing because you didn't start the podcast going, I'm going to create no, a movement. No, <laughs> I mean, as you were sharing with me earlier, like you started the podcast because you were looking for the stories yeah. that you are now helping us to learn about that yeah. you are now sharing with us yeah. through your interviews with women yeah. that are doing, like you said, so many amazing things. And yeah. I also just want to give to you that the, you know, you said that everybody identifies with somebody who's been on your podcast. Yeah. I identify with you. Oh. And that's why I wanted to give you the opportunity to be interviewed because in a way I want to be your crystal. <laughs> giving you a, pla no, really giving you a platform you. to share what it is that you're doing because yeah. what you're doing is so important. It is a movement. You've created a place for women to come together, yeah. be in their power, and not be intimidated. You know, like, yeah, yeah. we go through so much on a day-to-day -day basis. Yeah, yeah. And for us to be able to just be like, put the walls oh. down. Yeah, it's that feeling. Sister, I know you. Like, I, I don't know you, but, but I, I know, know you. you. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly it. Yeah. Right, like, you get it. Yeah. And you're just, like you said, it's like, it's a hard world day-to-day, -day, and we're, we're dealing with so much stuff, so yeah. when you just see someone that, kind of like understands your struggle but can also uplift you yeah and that you recognize like you can see yourself in someone that's literally like what um Bacapua is yeah it's so I just learned that word the other day yeah mm -hmm. like and it's a found it's a pillar of the Filipino um community and yeah. our life of per shared personhood yeah. that's what it is seeing yourself in the other and I'm like, it's so funny because before we even articulate that or like we define it, yeah. like how strong is our indigenous um, instincts, right? Yeah. To be looking for that for yeah. each other, to be yeah. like magnetized and creating that even with like, you know, societal expectations and like um, colonization and the Western world and cap like ha capitalization and stuff. Right. Um, we're still finding Kapwa and we're yeah. creating it for ourselves. So Yeah. And I feel like that's what drives, yeah. that's what drove that event la yeah. last Thursday is like oh. that sense of like, because one of the gals that I met um, that I got to interview, she's like, I came here by myself. And then actually her picture was one of the pictures that got reposted through your platform, Filipino on the Rise. It was like this group of gals. Yeah. I think they had just met that I, night. All of them. And they were like a gang. Yeah. <laughs> like they turned into yeah. like this like crew. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, we're the crew. And they were like, yeah, we're going to get together. And they had like all these plans already, you know. I and, love that. I mean, and, and there were so many women that came there on their own seeking this yeah. sense of community. And they created that because yeah. of you well, and because yeah, of, just creating well, the space yeah yeah G you giving us a platform to feel yeah. connected that makes me so happy first of all so like <laughs> proud of people who came out on their own yes like yes. that takes a lot it takes a lot of courage but like yeah. i think like people trusted it yeah people just trusted something about like whatever it is this space yeah like i trust that there's gonna be my tribe here yeah and that's what this is it's like finding like this aligned tribe yeah um and I'm allowed to say tribe. I'm not appropriating that because people yeah. always yeah. use the tribe. And they're like, find your tribe. I'm like, no. 
Filipinos before anyone came. We had tribes. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, truly. It's really happening. You're really fun in your tribe. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? Because I'm, like, so yeah. cycle of fun your tribe. Like, yeah. Just, like, all these, like, we're whitewashed <laughs> ways now. I'm like, no, no, no. We, we, we had tribes. <laughs> <I know. laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's so funny because, like, I was talking to some, like, like women who were just, like, really connecting. They're mm-hmm. laughing. Yeah. And I broke into them. I was like, hey, like, just wanted to talk to you. How <laughs> did you, like, how did you find them? Did you just come together? They're like, no, we just met in line right now. Yeah, I remember you mentioned that as yeah. you were, like, t- talking to the whole group. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, they were best. I thought they were best friends. But I actually, know. They just met. <laughs> I know. And so I was like, yes. <laughs> I love this. So what were your major takeaways from that night? Like, what did you go home just going, oh, that's, yeah, that's what that was. That's what just happened. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That this is bigger mm. than what I want it to be. And yeah. it's like, it's, it's bigger on its own. Like, as in, I'm just facilitating this and whatever, like, goals and like vision that I kind of have for it like I can really like not be so hard on like what it has to look like because what I'm seeing is just like this this like you said a movement um that when you just like put it together it's just it's gonna like it has to happen on its own and so it's allowing me to put away my perfectionism and my needs for it to look a certain way, to be a certain way, because I notice when I just like hold the space and tell, like, speak my truth and like tell the stories, um, like magic happens on its own. And like, yeah. it, I always, it's it's very humbling to be like, okay, that's great that you wanted to look like that and grow like that, whatever. But, um, it, you know, just be uh, something I always live by is like. Um, make space for life to surprise you. Yeah. Just like keep allowing for, for like the mystery to, to you know, to evolve yeah. on its own. Because sometimes I'm just like, why am I doing this? Like, why am I staying up so late? Like, you know, you know, like editing. Like, why yeah. am I like, what am I getting out of this and whatever? And so like when I take, when I like walk away from the event and I'm just like, I can't put into words, but there's something powerful happening here. Yeah that I'm really like humbled to try to get to facilitate. Mm. Um, and it's a really radical belief that I have that I've said before, but <laughs> this is really radical. So have you heard of like the, this is like the, the day and age of like the divine feminine, fe- feminine, what is that word? Divide, not feminist, but feminine. Yeah. Feminine, yeah. Divine feminine to to start shift. Like, okay, so for um, for human evolution to start shifting into the divine feminine power. Yes, I have yeah. heard of that. Yep. Yes, because mm-hmm. we've been in like the masculine energy for a long yes. time and whatever, yeah. and so we've seen that. Like, that's why like our world is just really like not functioning anymore. <laughs> and like, yeah, I just like you know, and and so we not saying like male or female. It's just like really like right. the the feminine um, energy of like healing again, of nurturing, of co- like creating community and mm. listening and and creativity and play and 
um, that's what our world needs right now. Yeah. Like our, you know, it's just showing like these old structures aren't working. So we need to bring in more of this like other dynamic and stuff. And when I think of those adjectives, I'm like, okay, care, mm. healing, mm -hmm. positivity, laughter, creativity, nurturing, heal, like, like all this stuff, emotional yeah. awareness. That's what this world, emotional attunement and empathy. Yeah. Empathy, empathy, and like all this stuff. Wait a minute. What does that sound like? Sounds like Filipino women. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like specifically. Yeah. So yeah. I have this really radical belief that I've developed over the time that I think that what the world needs right now to, to start this shift and facilitation mm -hmm. is for Filipino women specifically to start stepping into their power and claiming space and claiming their position and decision making roles and to just like start leading the front. It, for us to start healing like yeah. when I say healing I, I mean literally like our environment is dying you know and like people are just like needing other other voices to advocate for like like oppression and like all this stuff like I, I know it just sounds very like oh you're singling out like a certain yes I am I, I do think that Filipino women like we've been kind of like silence and like on the margins for so long yeah. that I think now is actually the time where not only should we be involved, but we should be leading the forefront of conversations. We should be in the front of how yeah. structures are dismantled and changed and like that leadership can like look different than this. So yeah. <laughs> so I had the question for you, what is a Filipino, which you've in a way already defined. Yes. So then what specifically is a Filipina on the rise in yeah. your, in your understanding? Yes. Yeah. So to backtrack, what being Filipino is, is different for everybody. I mm. just want to say that there's not one way. There's not even two or three ways. There's so many different experiences and, and just journeys um, yeah. of, of what a Filipino is because of the diaspora, because of just the different spaces we've held in this world um, because of, yeah. And like, so because there's so many different ways, I want to celebrate that yeah. and hold space for that yeah. and honor that. So it's like whatever that is for you, like you get to figure that out and you get to find, like we have a shared history. We, we come from the same motherland and we have um, the same, like, like the DNA and whatever that is the same, but you get to hold your own um, story as a Filipino. Yeah. So a Filipina on the rise, I think being on the rise, it acknowledges that we've faced um, our power being stripped away in some form, mm. whether that's generationally, whether that's through um, colonization, whether that's through just like our, our expectations and roles held on us or, or just like, our, our, the way that our bodies show up in this world has it's not been um, like validated or, or meant to like feel like we, we matter or belong, whatever. Yeah. So being a Filipina on the rise though is like you are, you are claiming yourself. You're just really like, I just got goosebumps. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Wow. You're finally saying enough is enough. Mm. And and seeing that there's something so beautiful about your own story 
that no one's taught to you before, that no one has has acknowledged about you. But there's been some point in your life where you're like, I matter, and I know that there's something really, really special about where I come from. And I can't find it in textbooks, I can't find it in media, and I, I don't know who, like, I don't really like know what my narrative is, but I'm going to start finding that out for myself and I'm going to start staking claim and saying that I believe like being Filipino is special and powerful and, and we are like, we're, we're really, um, this is what I like a mission of mine is to show that Filipinas like are forced to be reckoned with. Yeah. So, yes, we are. <laughs> yeah, I really believe yeah. so. And so, saying that, um, if you are Filipino on the rise, um, you're you're making space for where you're at in your life, and you're putting away expectations of yourself. Mm-hmm. You're putting away the old things that didn't serve you or serve your story, and you're stepping into your own power, and you're starting to say, from this point on, I want to live a life that is authentic to me, that I'm, I'm, I'm really embracing my passions, I'm connecting with my heritage and my history, I'm, I'm letting myself um, heal intergenerational wounds and traumas, and I'm changing, I'm, I'm doing something different for generations to come. And then I'm, now that I've done that for myself, because you have to start with yourself first. Then I can step out into the world and like what role do I hold in the workplace? What 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 um what way do I have influence in um the external world? I'm going to show up strongly so people see me and 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 see that I oh, I'm Filipina and this is what it means. Oh, there's something powerful there. There's something I can learn from there. There's something celebratory there. Um that we're not just this like ambiguous like thing anymore um that we're not silenced that we're not silenced Mm -hmm. yeah and so i think that being yeah being a filipino on the rise means that you're just like really stepping into your own power and you're let you're letting yourself um also like shape the narrative collectively of what it means to be Filipina and proud to be Filipina. Mm. You said in one of your podcasts that you were talking, I think it was to the first guest that you had, yeah. who's now become a mentor of yours. And you, she was like, so what, what are you going to call it? And, oh, yeah. and you were like, Filipina on the rise. It just kind of came. Oh, yeah. that, did yeah. it literally just kind of come to you in that moment? Or were yeah. you, was it something you were kind of mulling over? It was like something I was like, like alphabet souping in my head. <laughs> like just like letting like these little like words and like, you know how it is when you're like, what do I call this? What do I yeah, call yeah, this? Like, yeah, yeah. Because it's so important. Whatever, it's right? so important. Yeah. Um, and there's so many things that you can like call something, but I always stick with like, what's the energy mm, of this? Because yeah. I, like the, 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 the naming is very important, not just like in the semantics, but the energy. Right. And so I was going to be like, oh, maybe you can call it like... Um, powerful Filipinas or like mm-hmm. rising or mm-hmm. like fearless Filipinas. But when she said that, it I just blurted it out. Yeah. Instinctively. I think it was kind of in there. Yep. Um, and the minute she says, 
the Mena Javel, um, who is like one of the most powerful women <laughs> I know and I love her. Yeah. Is she goes, I like that. I like that because, oh, this is another thing I have to acknowledge. Uh, <laughs> when you say, what is a Filipino rice? Yeah. Hannah Hannah with this. She goes, I like that because it can acknowledge that you are, you, you are um, rising and you're at the top, but you're, you're never done growing. Yeah. You're always growing. Yeah. So that I can look at someone who I admire, such as like the Filipina CEO of this or like the mm-hmm. Filipina who's done this, but she's always allowing herself to grow and change and evolve. That yeah. it's, it's never, it's never done. That's like. You're yep. always on the rise in some way. Yeah. <sighs> Incredible. Okay, so it, also in one of your podcasts, you talk about, oh, I wish that I had had this ate, you know, to yeah. look up to. And, you know, and, and you said this, I think it was to Ruby Ibarra and uh, the other guests that you had on that particular podcast. You're like, you are now the ates that mm-hmm. all of these younger Filipinas are going to be looking up towards and going, gosh, I want to be that. I can, <gasps> I can do this. I can be whatever yeah. it is I want to be. So now that you are an ate who's <sighs> doing her thing and, and like you said, facilitating. Let me just make sure. Sorry. Okay. Yay. So now that you're the ate who's like facilitating this movement, you know, that you're bringing together all of these incredible women. What is it that you would say to a young woman who's looking up to you and looking at you and going, how do I start? What am I, you know, I'm on my journey what is it that you would tell her to look out for? Like, what are the challenges that you face as a Filipina that you would be like, okay, just make sure that you look out for these things. And then what advice would you give her? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think I, it makes me reflect on my own experience of like starting this, of like when you, when you want to start on your path, whatever yeah. that path is, like we all have that moment where like, okay, I'm just going to start on the path yeah. and stuff. We we can get so um, like dependent on like validations around us, right? Like things like, oh, this makes sense. Like um, whether that's your friends and family or like social, yeah. whatever. I think something that I had to really learn how to do is put on my blinders. Mm. And so if there's something really calling you, yeah. Um, and like, and then I say really calling you, like check in with yourself, like learn how to, um, Give yourself time to be like, is, is this really, like, is this the right thing to do? Mm-hmm. Um, is, is this where I go? Okay. Now that you've checked in with yourself, like, you've, you've tapped into your intuition, you've, you've prayed about whatever, like, yeah. whatever it yeah. is, like, you've right. heard from God or the divine, yeah. like, you know the, you know the feeling of, like, the calling, yep. right? Oh, yeah. well, like, and it doesn't have to be something intense, like, leading the movement or, like, <laughs> starting a nonprofit. Sometimes your right. calling is, like, I want to start creating art that yeah. shows brown bodies, mm. whatever that, or I want to start mm-hmm. planting a garden that lets me learn about like environmental justice or something like whatever. Right. Um, right. whatever that I want to start making music that lets me like, um, write lyrics about healing trauma and mental health, yeah. whatever that path is, you've checked in with it. Um, and something you need to look out for, I think is that you can allow yourself to just operate on pure belief, just operating in the belief that this is something you have to do. I just want to interrupt you really quickly because there's so many Filipinas that have to deal with being taught and told that we need to always be 
mindful and in our heads and smart yeah. and make decisions based off of what is the right thing to like logical thing to do. Yeah. And it's so incredible that you're taking that this conversation to a place where you can inherently trust like you said, what is calling you, what, yeah. what you're, what, what you're downloading, you know, yeah. <laughs> what's being whispered into your ear from yeah. our ancestors. And, yes. you know, yes, yes, yes. that is something that I feel that has always been with me. Mm. And I, I know that this is with other Filipinas mm. too. There's this, there's like this strong sense of knowing, knowing mm-hmm. that we've yeah. been taught to not trust. Yes. Because it's like you can't physically go, okay, yeah. here, here's the transaction. Here's yeah. the money you're going to make. Here's the diploma. Right. And what, oh you're, yeah. what you're saying is like, no, the way that you bring all of us forward as a community mm-hmm. is when you start to listen, listen to that voice. Yeah. And we've been taught to, like, we don't know, we don't recognize the voice. Yeah. So, like, we have to lean on, like, a pre-existing, like, program or a degree or, like, which is fine. That's, like... All fine, right. or like a job role or something. I'm like things right. that you create. Usually, you might have to trailblaze it. So there's not gonna be a set thing out there. Right. So that's where um, something that a, another guest that I'm gonna be having on. We just had her name is Gia Tolentino, mm-hmm. and she wrote a book called Trick Mirror. Wonderful Filipino, fantastic author and writer. Yeah. She said um, she re- she talked about writing. But you can relate this anywhere. Usually when you write, we get so caught up with like, okay, what's the right thing to say? Yeah. What's the best way this is going to be received? Mm-hmm. Like how, it, like obviously there's going to be so many people reading it and like you're just thinking about like all the perceptions. She's like, sometimes you just have to allow yourself to, to look at the blank space and just create from there. Just put away everything. Yeah. Just put away everything that you thought you knew that it should look like. And that's actually like my advice is to create Learn how to repeatedly just wipe away everything that is expected of what look, looks good. Um, of course, you have to be in tune with like what are what's going to be receptive. Yeah, what does sure. the collective want? I'm always tuning into the collective because like you're like you have to create from like what the collective needs. But I really mm. have to create from a place of like just um, clean out the table and like create yeah. from like here. And I don't know how to explain it. Just like yeah. letting yourself create from a blank space. And that's what like when you said intuition, right? Like um, Filipinos uh, are, are very like if you look like pre-dated, pre-colonial, we were a very like spiritual kind of people oh, and yeah. very in tune with like spirit and like intuition. Like we had people called the Babaylans. Yeah. Yes. yes. Who, like led the community yep. and mm-hmm. they were very like in touch with spirit. Yeah. And so it's like it's not it's not weird that where we're leading from is not from out here. It's like from like here and like from like but still so connected. For, for, for connected to what's out yes. here. Yes. And so like and it's sad <laughs> yeah. because like we can't put words to it sometimes and so it's like that's okay. That's okay. So just just know that um there is you can, you can validate that from like um, whatever, like you're hearing from inside, yeah. from, like that is like a, a divine download. And I kind of like, I don't look at trends sometimes. I actually never really, I don't look at what creators are doing a lot because it starts to model out my yeah. process. You yeah. know what I mean? I do. And it starts to take away your creativity 
I don't know if you've ever felt that way. Totally. But just, there has to be a oh, point yeah. in time where you actually stop looking at content. You stop looking at what like the people on your feet are doing. You stop like looking at. You can look at it for inspiration, but you have to just like put that all away and be like, okay, like cool. What do I want to create? What What mm. is the community calling for me to do? Yeah. You know. Yeah. So I would really recommend. Sorry to answer the question, and I want to try to answer that first question with like someone who's like looking and saying, saying, where do I start? Yeah. Start with your intuition. Yeah. Start to like, start to really um, become like, find a home with your creative self Mm. and trust her and like trust like the, the, I guess like the spiritual downloads that come to you. Yeah. Because it's a very beautiful space to create from. Um, It becomes not fun. And I'm in this all the time because it's not fun when you're <laughs> yeah. like, what, like when you should yourself when you're like yeah. the shitting, the yeah. shitting, the shitting, the shitting, I should do this. I should release yeah. this many times. I should make it like, look like this. I should reach out to this person. I'm like, okay, cool. That's out there. But like when you're starting, start from a place of like, how do I like listening, mm. right? To like the, you, you know, a thing I like to say a lot is like, you actually know, you know exactly what you need to do at a moment in time. Like trusting that, like you actually know what you're doing. And on the, on the, on the latter half, I had to tell myself like, I don't know what I'm doing. I really <laughs> like, don't. And so yeah. that's why I have to like, kind of like give it off. Yeah. But then there is the other side of where like, you tell yourself, I'm like, I actually know what I'm creating here. Yeah. I know what I'm doing and I don't, I can't spell it out for myself yet, but start to trust like mm-hmm. you're creating this. And you can give it, we can give it to ourselves, give ourselves credit of like, I actually, um, a mentor told this to me, um, when we get to that part of our path, we're not trying to be this other person. Right. I I hate when we're always like, oh, picture like the future self that you want to be, picture like who you want to aspire to be like. I actually think we're coming home to ourselves. Mm. And I think that we are really just coming home to our truest authentic version of ourselves that we've been all along that we're not striving to be this like other cooler version of ourselves like I think she's always been in there it's like like Dorothy like she's like trying to get home and then like Jolinda is like "Uh, my dear you've always had the power yeah you just had to learn it for yourself so (laughs) it's always this arm it's always like I know all right arm I got it (laughs) I got the message yeah so I have one last question for you. Um, where is Philippine on the rise headed? Yeah. What's the future? Where are we? Where are we rising to, sister? <laughs> where are we going? Yeah. So where I see this going is that first of all, the podcast will always be like near and dear to my heart as something I had to like um, consistently create. Yeah. Um, but. Like I said, I do think that it's this movement and I think it's, um, I see us doing more than just like the, I feel so stifled sometimes with what social media does to us where it's just like, it's always on social media. It's always these communities. Like if we want real change, it's not just going to be because we see these pretty graphics that make us feel good. Like social media is one very powerful tool that we can use to start educating each other. But I I do see us as um, 
Filipina on the rise as becoming more of like a movement where there's like different satellite networks like happening around the world where like women are empowering each other in real life where there's like these um where we're having events happening where we're we're teaching each other we're holding like more marketplaces and we're inviting other people to see hey like look at the cool things that we're doing learn like learn about our culture and stuff and like these like almost like these hubs of just like of power. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, well, the same yeah. power that we felt last yes, Thursday, yes, you know, where it's yes, communal. It's yes. like, we're all coming together and yeah. it's just creating this. You felt the energy when I you walked did. into the room. Yeah. It's yeah. like, you just, you walk in, you're like, Ooh, this feels good. <laughs> I, know. I want more that it's like it the girl feels... said, I don't want, I don't want to go home. I don't yes. want to leave because yeah. it just feels so right to be right. here. Mm-hmm. Right. And something that's really been, um, important for me is seeing, what are ways that we can start um, pipelining like Filipino women into actual like leadership, into actual decision making, into actual like office, into like like really powerful roles out there? Because yep. like I I just think that that's like the, like down the road of what we're doing. But the way that I see Filipino on the rise, and people always ask me this, I would like to be like the Oprah Winfrey Network. <laughs> Where, yeah, Oprah kind of has her, her, like, interviews, but she also has, like, the magazine, and she has, like, conferences and, like, different things, and it's just, like, this umbrella, Um, and that there's, like, things, um, it's, it's kind of, like, either, like, a network, I guess, of whatever way that you relate to this the most, that you can find, whether it's, like, through a community that you're involved with events or the podcast or like a a magazine or a book or whatever that there's like different ways to be plugged into whether that's through workshops and classes whether that's through a mentorship network that that's why the mission of Philippine on the Rise isn't just it is to tell our stories and empower my community through our stories but empower the world through our stories celebrate what it means to be Filipina and really show that we're a force to be reckoned with so yeah I so needed this conversation yeah. today. Thank you. Of course. So much. Thank yeah. you. I am I'm I know I'm rambling. No. But I think like, it's, it's because I'm like, wow, I get to like talk about this. <laughs> I know. And like you're making me put my my like uh, thoughts into like why am I doing this? <laughs> but it's all there. That's that's the incredible thing. Yeah. Is that even though maybe like like you were saying, you know, you're channeling or it's coming you know it's just a part of what it is that you know to be yeah. the way that you want the world to be yeah. for filipinas yeah so you're just sharing your vision yeah. of the world that you're helping us to create together yes absolutely and so that's why i was gonna say i'm, I'm really thankful that you invited me on because like you. you know when you're you're when you're always like creating it, it helps a lot to 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 have people like you um help us like process it. Yeah. I think it's so important for us to process yeah. like what we're doing. Right. And like what's happening and reflect. Yeah. So thank you, Tess. You're very welcome. And, um, can I ask you a question? Where Where Absolutely. do you see your platform going? <laughs> um, I actually, just in terms of like, here's a logistical goal that I have is I would love to go to the Philippines ah! and share what that's like, that experience oh of, of going back there and experiencing first and firsthand 
the places that my parents grew up and where they went to college wow. and then going to the lands that they're telling me that their ancestors are, you know, our ancestors are yeah. from and really yeah. experiencing I it. That's it. something that I could see Filipino on the right yeah. doing too. I, I'm yeah. so like, oh, I forgot to mention this actually, yeah. but something that me and like, so at the Filipina Soul Sisterhood, mm-hmm. which is a, like a, membership community of Filipino women coming together and healing and stepping your power together, whatever. Um, our, our monthly mentor yeah. is Dr. Robin yeah. Magalit and she yeah. and I are organizing, we want to create like retreats, right? Yeah. For Filipino women. Mm-hmm. And something that's like a long-term goal is to hold like retreats in the motherland yeah. that people in the diaspora can come to and start to reconnect with actual motherland yeah. and visit different historical sites or like yeah. what you know and just i like there's something so different about touching the, the soil, soil mm-hmm. and like seeing like this is where we come from so yeah i, I love that you mentioned that because we want to um, yeah. incorporate that too it's look, so important i look forward to going on that journey with you oh my god we no we should yeah because <laughs> like i said earlier you know there's so much like parallel where i look over at you and i'm like she is there's my girl there's my sister doing her thing and she's like trailblazing and I'm like okay where am I at (laughs) it it gives me um a a feel like you said or like we've been talking about you know just a sense of community because like you and I are on this journey to create more than just content but just something for people to to connect with like I shared with you my big word for this year is connection Mm -hmm. and not only do I feel connected to you but because of what it is that you're doing I'm connecting to something bigger than me and so to to share that with somebody who's on her own mission yeah doing so I mean you've been on this you've been on this journey for several years like two years longer than I have Um, but still there's so much that I feel I'm learning and so much that I feel that I can share with you not because I'm like I have so much to share but just because we're both on the same darn yeah, journey, yeah. you know, we're both going through the same yeah. thing. And so many, yeah. so many things that I, so many vulnerable places that I shared with you earlier before we started taping, you know, you, you looked at me with so much empathy and understanding mm-hmm. because it's like, it's as if you have been there too, in your own way, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And in that, I'm like, this yeah. is, this is what it's about. So you just know like yeah. that it's meant to, oh, that might be me. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed that interview. And if you enjoy this podcast, would love if you can write a five-star written review on Apple Podcast. It helps our show so much by getting found, by growing more and sustain. I will read your review on the next episode. Thank you so much ahead of time. Also, I'd love to see you at the Filipina Soul Sisterhood Circle. Hang out with me and other like-minded journeying Filipinas who are just looking to build sisterhood and heal together and have an empowering journey reconnecting their culture and showing up proudly as a Filipina in our day-to-day. We are this May. We're having a wonderful theme of mental health and holding space for multiple emotions. There's going to be journaling prompts, discussion circles. We're going to have a workshop guest to be announced. I'm so excited for this one. Link is in the show notes to join. Lastly, be on the lookout for the next Filipina meetup event. It might be in the city near you. 
I post updates on our Instagram. And so go ahead and follow that. I also love to hear from you. Shoot me a direct message. I do read my messages. I may not get to all of them, but they mean so much to me. And this is really like, again, this is a platform where I really want to be listening to your voice and centering it around the true intimate Filipina experience. And so my journey is your journey. Thank you so much for being a part of this community. And I hope you have a wonderful rest of the week. I love you all. See you next Philippine on the Rise. Bye-bye.